All right, everybody, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast. This is episode 230. This is the show where young sales salespeople come to learn the craft, to get better at it, to make more money, to be more fulfilled, to get the next job, promotion, whatever it is that you're getting after. Um, and we learn it all here. And um, really excited for this episode coming out Memorial Day. So shout out to uh, absolutely all the veterans, uh, all those that are serving or have served. Uh, in the military, my hats off, uh, total respect and love for all of you. So hopefully you're enjoying the day off uh, if you're listening to this, but also remembering why it is that we have this day off. Um, before we get to today's content, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, first, Gong, the OG's number one revenue intelligence platform in the world, the place that I work. Um, it's, it's the best sales invention of all time. Uh, absolutely the best thing for sales since the CRM was created. It helps you to, uh, it's revenue intelligence, right? It helps you to drive more deals, helps you to coach your reps. It helps you to learn more about your competitors and the market and your customers. Uh, it's good for sales. It's good for customer success, business development, marketing, product, sales engineers, the whole, the whole gamut. Um, check them out, gong.io, or just uh, DM me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm Tom Malema on LinkedIn or Tommy Tahoe on other social media, DM me. I'll put you in touch with the right person. Uh, the second sponsor is Postal.io. Uh, in a world where everyone is just spamming you and sending kind of, you know, crappy gifts to customers and prospects, they take the alternate approach and really help you to personalize, whether it's from the brewery uh, across town, you're sending a six pack of beer uh, or the florist on the street corner, whatever it might be to really personalize any gifts that you're sending to customers, prospects, partners. Um, I use it uh, to send gifts to customers. I also use it to do, they have like a handwritten note service that you type it, but it looks handwritten. I've got terrible handwriting. And so it really helps me out. Um, they're doing a cool thing that if you Give this podcast a five-star review, Millennial Sales, on Apple Podcasts, uh, and you DM that to me. They will give you a free Starbucks gift card, which is pretty sweet. You can get caffeinated, uh, and it only takes you about 45 seconds to, uh, to do that on Apple and send it to me. And then uh, get yourself a large Fenty triple shot Americano or whatever you got going on. And um, really appreciate Postal not only supporting this podcast, but supporting you all and trying to give you something out of this. So shout out to Gong, shout out to Postal. Um, let's get to today's content. Um, you know, it's it's the last day of May. It's the last day of uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. So what I want to do is just take a quick episode here, especially on a holiday uh, in the last day to just talk about that topic. And uh, I put a post out last week that I got a lot of responses on um, from something that I wrote uh, last year about being burnt out and anxiety in my path with that. So I figured I would first read that and then, uh, talk about it for a few minutes and, uh, really in the, in the spirit of trying to normalize, uh, you know, being burnt out, being anxious, having some sort of mental health challenge that a lot of us have struggled with, particularly with COVID, but even you take COVID off the table, it's it's certainly applicable. Uh, and I think it's really applicable to people that are ambitious, to people that are creative, uh, to people that are deep thinkers. Um, I was listening to Adam Duritz on the Counting Crows. He's the lead man from the Counting Crows. He was talking to Joe Rogan about this 
uh, in the last week or so uh, that, you know, cr uh, particularly creative people, ambitious people tend to suffer probably the most for mental health, probably because we're so in our heads and you have to dig into a deep place oftentimes to come up with that really creative idea or to push through the barrier to success. You know, if you were just kind of floating through life, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast at all. You probably wouldn't be pushing and you might not feel some of these symptoms as much. So I think it can be a byproduct of how hard we're pushing. Um, but anyways, here's what I wrote. <clears throat> I walk down the street and wait at the crosswalk. A dusty gray van lets me go first. I wave. 10 seconds later, just as I go across the sidewalk, I hear a loud honk. The hair on my arm stands at attention. My heart's pumping through my chest. It was coming from the crosswalk I just passed as two cars disagree over who had the right of way. I shouldn't have been that startled, I think to myself. I walk briskly to the office with the anxiety of someone who overslept their alarm. It's 7 a.m. I'm the first one in again. Why did I have to rush? Why is my heart still beating so quickly? I'm burnt the fuck out. Burnout is described as a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. But that's not how it feels. I feel an overwhelming sense of anxiety, like my blood is a constantly simmering stew. The stove's been on so long that the house is beginning to smell like fumes of gas. I need to evacuate the premises, but there's no exit. The doors have no handle. The windows have evaporated into thin air. Yep, that's about right. After a few hours, I decided to take a walk outside. I felt like a zombie stuttering through a sleepless night. Physically, I'm there walking past you on Montgomery Street wearing a nice button-down J. Crew shirt tucked into my navy blue chino pants. But looks are an illusion. Mentally, I'm far away. Wait, I'm not even there at all. I walk back into the office, feeling about as fresh as month-old broccoli lingering in the back of the fridge. I dip into a conference room, pretending to have a client call, only to stumble through a mindless vortex of email, Twitter, Instagram, back to email. I land on Twitter, find an influence writing about wellness. What the fuck is an influencer anyway? Into the rabbit hole I go. 45 minutes later, I've read half a dozen articles about mental health and convinced I'm having an anxiety attack write a text to my girlfriend who conveniently works in the same office only a few feet from the room I'm hunkered in. Quote, do you have five minutes? I'm having a hard time. I let this written text sit there for 10 minutes before sending. I make sure to delete the second sentence to not give an appearance of weakness. Immediately upon her entrance into the conference room, I break down. Tears in my eyes, I fuddle through an explanation of my mental space. She assures me she feels this frequently. Does everyone feel this terrible? I think to myself, her words and support mean a lot to me. They make me feel better, kind of. I tell her I'm okay, sit back in the conference room. Is it just me or is it a thousand degrees in here? I decide to write down things I feel grateful for. It feels fake. I throw the page out. I start writing this article, if not to publish it, to at least work through how I'm feeling. I join the rest of my team who don't know how I felt all day. We make late afternoon jokes, and that makes me feel better too, kind of. I get dinner with a few friends and talk about life. This helps somewhat. After a full night's sleep, I start to feel better. I blow off a scheduled podcast with someone. I show up to work later than usual, still the first one in the office. The thought from the day prior lingers in my head. 
Does everyone feel like this? Like they're on an ever moving hamster wheel, like with no true goal in mind, no true north they're marching toward? That question continues to stick with me. Does everyone feel that way from time to time, or am I a failure, or is this human as human as it gets? This is the shit they don't teach you in college. Uh, I listened to a great podcast this week between Brian Koppelman and the Crown and Grows frontman, Adam Duritz. Duritz is recognized as one of the greatest songwriters of our generations with songs that can absolutely melt your heart. When asked about this, he said, it makes good music, but it's hard to live. Maybe that's why we love music so much. We love hearing about the heartbreak, the grind, that they can barely afford their next meal to a point we can relate, and it makes us feel better about whatever we're going through. I wrote this article months after the day where I felt so horrible, so hopeless. If I'm in a good mood, I'm in a, I'm in a good mood listening to the Rolling Stones through my headphones as I sit in a trendy cafe in San Francisco. Today is Super Bowl Sunday. It's been a while since I felt like this, but today seems as good of a day as any to post this blog. Life is great. Life is truly beautiful. To think of all of the small things that work every day, my 10 fingers and toes, the hot water in my shower, my ability to read and write this article, it's truly a miracle. If you ask my friends that say I'm an optimist, I'm usually upbeat, trying to bring good vibes with me where I go. I was recently told by a coworker that I must have been, quote unquote, born in the corner of positivity, whatever that means. Uh, but some days suck. Some weeks drag on. Some months, it's tough to see above the cloud over my head. And during those times, I'm learning to be kinder to myself. Spend the $4 on that special coffee. Take 30 minutes in the morning to read a book or listen to some Kanye. Set limits on the time I'm reading email. It all goes in waves. Sometimes I give advice on my blog, or in this case on my podcast. Uh, this isn't one of those times. But as someone with a small platform, as someone who appreciates every eyeball that lands in the site or ear that uh, listens to this podcast, and as someone who gets some sort of sick therapy from writing, I wanted to open up the conversation. Professional athletes are talking about it. There's a ton of research indicating how important mental health is. Anthony Bourdain, who is working in his dream job, traveling the world, killed himself last year. I heard my sister once say to be kind to everyone because everyone is going through some sort of internal battle. And I believe that. So if you're feeling like shit today, don't hesitate to seek help either professionally or from a friend. And if you're feeling good, spread the positivity. We could use some more of that shit. So that's what I wrote February 3rd, 2020. Um, it's as true today as it was then. And um, I figured, one, in the spirit of normalizing the conversation to share that story and a few ideas and, and ways that has helped me uh, when I am feeling that way. Um, some are, are personal, like I think getting into a creative act, putting on the headphones, listening to music, Kanye, Rolling Stones, whatever it might be, and <clears throat> writing, journaling, reading. Uh, even just thinking creatively helps me. I think it, you can kind of use some of that anxiety to, and, and put it to work a little bit and put yourself in a different world. So I think that's one way to do it. I think another way to do it is, you know, there's a saying like, get out of your head and into your body, right? So that could be a workout. This morning I was feeling anxious and I got a badass workout in, swinging some kettlebells around. And I felt a lot better afterwards. Um, sometimes that's a long walk. 
and I could be listening to music or a podcast, but more likely I'm, I've got nothing, might not even bring my phone with me, and I feel the sunshine on my skin, and I breathe, and I'm checking out the houses or the grass or wherever it is that I'm at, and that seems to help. Um, talking about it, uh, I opened up last year during uh, Millennial Coffee Talk with Richard Harris and Galen Gourmet uh, about starting to go to therapy. And so that's something that I've done in the last nine-ish, you know, almost a year actually at this point, um, nine to 12 months. And I'm recording this right before my weekly therapy appointment. So there's that. Um, and those are the main ways. And, and obviously talk to, you know, someone, you know, significant other, if you have one, a friend, a parent, um, someone that you can relate to. Uh, I find that if you are the first to share something like this, you know, with someone, um, oftentimes, you know, they, they return in kind. And it, it's funny. I, I had a, <clears throat> a time where I was anxious about something to do with, with a relationship thing. And I called one of my friends who, uh, I don't have that many married friends, but I called one of them and, uh, was talking about it. And he was like, Oh, wow. You know, I felt the exact same thing. And he's kind of this big, tough guy. And I didn't expect that. He said, yeah, you know, I've been doing the same thing. I just started going to see a therapist and we're working through it and all this stuff. And I've been where you're at and all this type of stuff. So, uh, I would definitely say open up, you know, try to process it, try to work it out. I think there's definitely something to be said about getting a sweat, moving your body, something to be said about trying to get creative. Um, and something to be said also with just turning it off and throwing on a show, uh, calling it a day, um, you know, reading a book, chilling, whatever that means to you when you think about chilling, if that's with people, if that's by yourself, um, but giving yourself the time and the space to do that. So that's a little bit about my story. Um, there's a lot of things I haven't mentioned, uh, we could get into, I've got uh, a mental health expert, Jeff Reasley coming on the podcast, um, talking to him next week. So it'll probably be out in a month or so, <clears throat> excuse me. So I think that'll be a great conversation. If you happen to have questions on it, let me know. And I will, uh, I'll definitely ask Jeff cause he's the expert, not me, but hopefully this, this helps to normalize it, to get the conversation going. Uh, and if you feel any of the ways that you just heard, uh, you can reach out to me or, or you know, someone that uh, can help. So cheers. Enjoy the Memorial Day. Um, again, remember why it is that we have that day. Uh, and, you know, salute to everyone that's in or has been in service. And get ready to get after it in June. Peace. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking out that podcast while you're walking the dog, while you're cooking up your stir fry while you're at the gym, whatever you're doing. Um, two things. Number one, uh, please head over to uh, Apple and give this show a five-star review. Uh, send that to me on LinkedIn and I'll give you a, a free Starbucks gift card. Would really appreciate it. That's what helps this show to grow. It should only take you a minute. And second, one more shout out to our sponsors, Gong and Postal. Please give those folks a shout out. Hit them up on LinkedIn. Check out their websites. Uh, they can do wonders for your business. That's all I got for you today. Peace.